This is Inside Tech, Episode 1. Let's go. Hey, I'm Brandon, and welcome to Inside Tech, technology news and reviews with a twist. This week on Inside Tech, Nokia says, forget CDMA. AT&T owns your data. More office security problems, new taxes on internet phones, and our review of Picasa. So Nokia is no longer manufacturing CDMA phones because most of the world uses GSM. I think 90% of the world uses GSM. The U.S. is, of course, the only company, or one of the only countries that uses CDMA. So there's very little demand from Nokia for CDMA phones, and actually this is breaking a partnership with Sanyo, I believe they had. So Singular and T-Mobile are GSM. Verizon and Sprint are CDMA. So if you're with Verizon or Sprint, I don't even know if, I don't even think Sprint, does Sprint have Nokia phones? I'm pretty sure Verizon has some. I'm I know, yeah, they have some. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so Verizon and Sprint are being left out in the cold because they're both CDMA. And if you want to read the rest of this article, I'll, I'll put a link to a, it. Uh, it's from mobilia.com. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So now AT&T owns your data. AT&T has revised its privacy policy saying that customers' information is business records that are owned by AT&T. As such, AT&T may disclose such records to protect its legitimate business interests, safeguard others, or respond to legal process. In other words, if the government wanted some uh, records from AT&T, they could just uh, probably ask them without a subpoena, and AT&T would probably give them the records, like they probably did with the NSA. We won't get into that right now. We are not changing how we treat customer information, said Co. We updated our policy to make the language clear and easier for our customers under- to understand. So in other words, we were doing it before, but now we're just going to make it a little clearer and easier for you to understand that that we are uh, you know, giving your data away. They're also, AT&T has been in the news with conspiracy. You know, there are po- um, there's a lot of people saying that AT&T were, was, had a room in one of their data stations and was actually tracking what every user, what every user was going to. So AT&T has been in the news a lot. So that's another uh-uh for AT&T. And, you know, it's commonly, you know, the um, AT&T has, SB, SBC merged with AT&T and now AT&T is trying to merge with Bell South. So, you know, the big Bell companies are coming back, you know. So it's, there's a lot less competition on the market, and sometimes that's not that's not a good thing. You want competi- competition because one company may do one thing, but then you can switch to another company. But now, you know, you're going to have most likely the two major companies, AT&T and Verizon. Verizon, if AT&T goes through with the Bell South, Verizon will probably buy Quest, is that... Is that who it's called? Sorry if I got that wrong. But, so it, it's going to become sort of a monopoly again. The big bell companies are getting back together. Sort of. 
Okay, our next story is about Microsoft Office. It's a security flaw. Hmm. That's nothing new. The way that Office handles flash files exposes Microsoft customers to cyber attacks. That's the ActiveX. <laughs> if a flash file is embedded in an Office document, it can run and execute code. A successful attack may allow attackers to access sensitive information and potentially execute malicious commands on a vulnerable computer, Semantic said in an alert. Microsoft said, uh, we'll continue to investigate this problem. And just have to wait till, um, up updates at the beginning of the next month. And that article is on news.com. I will also post a link to that as we do with every story. New taxes on internet phones. That's right. So if you're enjoying your Skype out free, I am too. Uh, it might. I don't know. I think this tax, the taxes on the internet phones, like Vonage and Sunrocket, Skype, and all those other phones that connect to landline, that you can dial landline phones, will you'll be charged taxes now. So Skype out will not, it's supposed not to be free after the end of the year, but if they do, or if they were planning on making it free maybe with ads, they probably can't now because of the taxes. And so you can ex probably expect, if you have uh, Vonage, you can probably expect your bill to go up a little bit. Um, no more twenty four ninety five or whatever, I believe the price is. So expect that, your, your BOYP to go up a little bit. Up next, I have my review of Picasa. Picasa is a great program. It, Picasa is, an, if you haven't heard of it or haven't tried it, it's an image organizing, editing, and sharing program bought by Google. And this review is of Picasa 2, and it's at picasa.google.com. But I'll include the link in the show notes. It's a great program. It, it has a nice, slick design, and it's very easy to use. When you first install it, it gives you the option to add all your media files on your computer to your library, or just the files on your My Documents folder. Editing photos is very easy. Some of the editing options you have in Picasa are to crop it, you can straighten it, red eye removal, auto contrast, auto color, and I'm feeling lucky. I really like I'm feeling lucky because it attempts to fix lighting and color of an image in just one click. It's it's kind of like the smart fix or whatever, and it, it works pretty good. I tried it on a picture that was really blurry and washed out, and it cleared it up and added some good color to it. It was pretty good looking. Picasa also ha has some picture effects. Uh, some of the picture effects are uh, sharpen, sepia, black and white, film grain, and glow, just the usual. Picasa also allows you to view your photos as a slideshow, as well as, as well as export them to your blog. So if you have Blogger, you can upload them to your blog or save it to a CD. You can also back up your photos to a CD or DVD. But the best thing about Picasa, it's free. So if you just want some basic photo editing and touch-ups, then Picasa is maybe for you. It's easy to use and pretty good at touching up bad photos. The link to that is picasa.google.com, but I will put a link to that in the show notes. P-I-C-A-S-A dot Google dot com. Well, that was my review. If I any if I were to rate it on a star rating system like one to five, I would probably give Picasa a four. It's certainly not uh, Photoshop or Photoshop Elements or Corel Draw or anything like that, but 
it is pretty good. But, um, or Photoshop. Yeah, Photoshop or um, Adobe products, but uh, it's pretty good. It, if it just, if you want basic photo editing, then Picasa might be for you, because it, it's really easy. It has visual and it scrolls like butter, <laughs> but you can put all your pictures, all your videos, in, and they're all in their own little section, and you can click on a photo, and you can edit it. Right on the left, there's a sidebar, and you have, you just press the button once, and it changes the whole picture. It's really neat. You have to check it out. It's free. Why not check it out? It's free. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside Tech. You know, this is our first episode, so we're just trying to get it out there, you know, get all the, fix all the problems with it. And if you haven't noticed already, this podcast is part of the Cellar Media Podcast Network. If you visit com, you can check out all of our podcasts we produce. I, I also produce. Some include the Weekly Inflated, which is the theweeklyinflated.blogspot.com. Also produce uh, a new podcast that just came out called Music Mix-Up Podcast. Brings you music from magnitude.com, which also the theme, the beginning song to this podcast is from magnitude.com. So if you check out cellamedia.blogspot.com, you can see all of our podcasts, including also Classic Moments, a video podcast that brings... Videos and commercials, funny little stuff from the public domain back in the 1940s and all that other good stuff. Check that out. Cellamedia.blogspot.com. Also, check out the Inside Tech Podcast website at insidetechpodcast.blogspot.com. You can also email us your tech questions, comments, or just emails to insidetechpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a voicemail by calling 206. 206- Three five zero eight nine four seven. That's two zero six three five zero eight nine four seven. Please email us. Let us know what you think. And I hope you have a great day. I'm Brandon signing out for the Inside Tech Podcast. Let's go.